This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Well, it is Tuesday and it is Hot Tech and we welcome on board Jan Vermeulen, our editor at My Broadband. Jan, good afternoon to you. Always great to have you on board the Afternoon Overdrive. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so uh, let's get the chat going. Best value for money, fiber network battle. Tell us more. Yeah, so we uh, did a roundup of the uh, all the major fiber network operators in South Africa. So that's Vumatel, OpenServe, Frogfoot, and Metro Fiber. Uh, and to try and kind of see where people are getting the best bang for buck, even though most of us don't have a choice of fiber network operator, um, usually in any given area, there's only one fiber network operator. There are a handful of neighborhoods out there that do have a choice of mm-hmm. two or even more uh, FNOs, but also to kind of um, to kind of see um, if the you know if there's any out of the ordinary pricing out there, and it's been interesting to see just the different strategies that the the various FNOs are employing in the market. So, for example, uh, Frogfoot has the highest entry level prices um, of of the fiber network operators, but if it in in pure megabits per second per rand uh, kind of uh, you know valuation when you're looking at what you're getting versus how much you're paying um, frogfoot is uh, is on the entry level better value for money but that's because their their lower end packages are all faster like the slowest package it offers is 60 megabits per second but that means that the price is higher even though um, you know with the price per megabit per second that you're getting mm-hmm. is is lower than, than everybody else if that makes sense um, and so uh, then in terms of um, sort of the the higher end what was interesting to see is a very similar kind of trend where Metro fiber um, uh, offered the the best bang for buck in kind of the mid-range with its 250 megabits per second service, but it's also a higher speed than everybody else. So, um, but but uh, but still, the, that that Metro Fiber package in particular was was co- quite phenomenal value for money. And so, um, it's it's interesting to see how the different fiber network operators are kind of responding to the economic challenges of the country mm-hmm. um, and the economic challenges they're facing. Uh, in that you know they they're not offering cheaper and cheaper packages. Um, they uh, oh, and incidentally, Metro Fiber also has I think the cheapest entry level packages. So they've got they offer a 10 megabit per second package that uh, costs I think it's like um, around 500 or so rand per month. Okay. Um, but if, if you work that out in per, per, you know how much you're paying per megabit per second, that that works out quite expensive. But it is still it is the cheapest option on the market when you're when you're not looking at the the services specifically developed for uh, high density, um, lower income, or, or even townships. Um, the, those products are quite different. The, the, we were only looking at the sort of more suburban uh, products, and so um, yeah, it's it's interesting to kind of see the 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 different strategies being employed. No no out and out winner or loser. Okay. Uh, this time around, um, but uh, uh, I think what we're seeing is a industry in flux, kind of trying to figure out how to price their products so that um, they can continue investing in their networks and still turn a profit at the end of the day um, in, a, in a fairly challenging economic climate. 
Okay, from a sound and also from a, an affordability perspective, I take it also, Jan, exactly. uh, given those other, yeah, exactly. those other aspects as they, you they, pointed out. Yeah, exactly. They have to figure out what consumers can afford mm-hmm. and then uh, where they can price their products mm. so as to exclude as few people as possible. Right. Um, but still, you know, make enough money at the end of the day to sustain their networks. Jan, let's keep it. Let's uh, stick to the issue of packages. Looking at now DSTV announcing price increases with a big sports boost for a cheaper package. What's this all about? Yes, so every year, MultiChoice announces price adjustments to DSTV, mm-hmm. and uh, th- those announcements came out uh, earlier in the week on Monday. Um, so they, they, give, they give people usually quite a bit of notice because the price increases only kick in in April, um, but they, they give notice in February already. Uh, so that everybody has more than a month's notice before okay. they, they kick in. Um, and that's um, with, with a purpose, and, and perhaps we'll get to that. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the bottom line is that you're, we're looking at price increases of between 3.8% and I think 7.8% or so, um, with the biggest increase being DSTV access that is going from 129 rand a month to 139 rand a month. But... Multi-choice is saying, so you're seeing happening on multi-choice um, or DSTV kind of similar to what's happening on uh, in the fiber world, which is that the cheaper packages are getting uh, are, are getting bigger proportional price increases than the higher-end packages. Um, and so you're kind of seeing these companies that all have to bring up the minimum spend on their on their products uh, because um, they, they they're kind of struggling uh, in that respect. Be that as it may, what mm-hmm. what DSTV is is going to do is it is going to bring um, La Liga soccer to its its basically cheapest premium like cheapest let's call it premium package. Like it's it's got DSTV Easy View, mm-hmm. which is really just a satellite package for accessing free to air channels, essentially. Um, but their their cheapest pay TV proper pay TV package is DSTV Access, and that and that now for 139 rand a month, uh, subscribers are also going to get access to La Liga Soccer, and uh, SuperSport Variety Four and ESPN. So they're bringing some sports uh, to these lower end packages, and uh, and sports is really where uh, DSTV is at its strongest. So it's interesting to see. Um, that it is no longer holding sports in purely in reserve for its high-end stuff, for DSTV Compact, Compact Plus, and Premium. Okay. It's making it available to to family, to the DSTV family and DSTV Access subscribers as well. So, um, yeah, that's in 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 uh, brief what's okay. happening uh, with DSTV prices. But uh, it's price increases across the board. DSTV Premium is going up slightly. It's going to be over nine hundred rand a month now, even without your uh, DSTV, uh, what they call access fee subscription. That's if you have a a PVR decoder, like an Explorer decoder, and you want access to the PVR features and on-demand features and stuff, you have to pay that access fee. Um, And DSTV Compact, Compact Plus family is all going up. The only package that's not getting an increase is DSTV EasyView. That's staying 29 Rand a month. Now, um, what I was pointing out about uh, DSTV giving everybody... Uh, a lot of warning before the price increases kick in is it is punting its price guarantee stuff heavily. Um, okay. And so um, that's where you take out a 24-month contract mm-hmm. and they guarantee that they that you will not 
get a price increase in those 24 months. You will be paying the exact same fee over the 24 months. Uh, so people who know that they're going to you know, have DSTV for the next 24 months, it's not a bad deal. Um, and that's, that's a way to kind of avoid the, the price increases. Um, though, you know, the price increases are nominal. Most of them are below inflation. Um, uh, you know, like you can save those few rand a month if you commit to a contract. Okay. Jan, we've come to the end of yet another chat. Well, we're chat. Wow, it's amazing how time goes. I wish we could have unpacked a bit more. But Jan, always thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon Overdrive to give us the latest on what's happening in the world of hot tech. Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband.